welcome to another episode of Lore and More. On this episode, we are going to finish up with the Worgen. And this episode is called Worgen Gore Becomes Gilneas Gets Tor. Now on today's episode, we continue the story of the Worgen with that old Archmage Aragal and his insane idea to call upon the ancient Worgen to help save Gilneas and put down those scourge. If they can, we will be bouncing back and forth between the Third War and the War of the Satire to explain all of this. So what are the Worgen, and how were they created? From the origins of wolf form cauldron to Argyll releasing these monsters into the world when we return. To start off, a little bit of the story of goofy old Argyll back at it again, and as it pertains to this situation. Argyll was once a royal mage and a very stout patriot of Gilneas, who was highly respected. He then joined the Kirin Tor of Dalaran. At this time, he is currently a resident of Valgon's Field in Silver Pine Forest, you know, where all those worgen hang out. However, not everyone was his fan. Some say his magic was too weak even to perform without the assistance of powerfully enchanted items, like steroids for those magic folk. Later, a Kirin Tor mage named Dalar Donweaver, who was later raised as an undead, states that Argyll is a charlatan of a mage, whose knowledge of spellcasting is whack as hell, and old boy isn't even worthy to clean the chamber pots in Dalaran. In fact, he's so whack, in training, the Kirator had to give him coloring books and crayons to explain some of this magical shit. Damn, bro, that's cold. Now back to the Third War. These dead boys completely wrecked Dalaran. They destroyed that joint. They left it in utter ruins. Seriously, those Scourge rolled up on Dalaran like, Hey, bruh, heard you was talking shit. They smashed it. After the fall of Dalaran, Aragal returned to the homeland of Gilneas. At this point, the Scourge, as we discussed in the last episode, had now reached the Greymane Wall on the northern border. King Gen Greymane reached out to Aragal to be the hero, you know, and save the city. Even if he is a little crazy. Either way, old Greymane needed a Hail Mary to murk these dead boys. Now on to the origins of this ancient race. Finally. While Argol was in Dalaran before the fall, he learned of a mysterious, ancient, and powerful race of beasts brought out by the curse of the Worgen, where if bitten, or by drinking the blood of a Worgen, a human or a night elf would be transformed into this monstrous race of werewolves. They hunt in the wild and run on all fours. It's even rumored some of them pee on trees. <laughs> nice. After the transformation, the new worgen would be overcome with rage and guilt, to the point they lose all of their humanity in past lives, turning them into a vicious, rage-controlled, mindless beast. Oh, snap. Now, the worgen curse can be somewhat controlled by the means of learning to control their emotions, using medication, magic, and self-discipline. Worgen may resist being overcome by their feral instinct, but not truly be cured of the curse, and never actually will they return to normal. 
Now these are the ones that chose to become Worgen, such as the Wolf Colt. Now remember the Wolf Colt? You will hear of them again. So the Wolf Colt, or the Furry Boys Association, which is seriously ironic because I'm saying all this and I'm in a Worgen. Wait. Ah, oh, crap. Anyways. So, the Wolf Colt. They decided that they are not a man and they are not a beast. Basically chill out doing werewolf type stuff, I guess. They even form new social groups and societies, like the Blood Fang, the Night Fang, and the Blood Moon Pack. These worgen are still a bit untamed and they do not play well with others. However, there are groups that, though they hunt and run on all fours, they are more disciplined and can coexist with others and outsiders. For example, my besties, the Gilnean Worgens. Apparently, back in the day, the original Worgen, them OGs, were created during the War of the Satire by the priestess Belrissa Starbreeze and the rebel Balar Fangfire. They wanted to find a solution to the wolf pack form. This would grant them the full fury and badassery of that ancient Goldrin. Goldrin, who was a straight-up, uncontrollable beast. The man, the beast, whatever he was, he was in boss mode. These druids thought that maybe we can use this and control the form using the magic of a loon. So Priestess Starbreeze created the magic Scythe of a loon. The scythe mixed with the fury of Goldrin with the power of the moon goddess. And she used this on Ralar Fangfire and his boys, creating the official Druids of the Pack. The Druid of the Pack are the OG Worgen, first of their kind. These Worgen were extremely powerful, but hella crazy and drunk with rage. Even so, these worgen turned the tide of the war and ended the War of the Satire. Word on the street is, one day Malfurion Stormrage is talking mad shit about Ralar Fangfire, who is now a boss. He is known as Alpha Prime, and Malfurion thinks he's a monstrosity. Oh no, he didn't. Alpha Prime don't play that nonsense, and he crewed up with his boys and rolled up on those night elves too. They wrecked those elves. Shit got real. Apparently, these crazy worgen were biting the elves and turning them into worgen too? Now this is what we call the worgen curse. Now that shit talking Malfurion has a real problem, because if this continues, these fools will be unstoppable. Malfurion had no choice but to end those worgen, or banish them. Using his powers, he sent them to the Emerald Dream, which is basically a spirit world or endless slumber that's outside the physical realm, created by the dragon aspect Ysera. I guess it's some connection with the nature realm of Ardenweald, which not gonna lie, is in my top 5 zones in the game that I love. This is a place where they could do no harm. And that's how the rage-driven worgen were born. Yup, true story. Now on to the third war and the return of those worgen. 
So Archmage Arugula was in possession of the Book of Ur, and Ur was a mage of Kirin Tor before joining the Scourge. He specializes in the studies of shadow magic and studies of other worlds. The Book of Ur contained this information, including the alien creatures later known as the Warden. Ironically, Ur died during the fall of Dalaran at the hands of the Scourge. So here's our boy Argyll, and he's got his magic coloring book and some crayons, and he summons those Worgen. Once summoned, the Worgen beasts did as they were brought for, and they went to war with them dead boys. Once they dispatched those undead chumps, the Worgen that were bound with uncontrollable rage went mad. Mad with bloodlust, and attacked the wizards and the humans that they fought alongside. Now after the Worgen attack, they bite and slash at every living thing they can find. Ah, shit. The curse has now begun to spread. And here we go. In the tiny hamlet sitting above Pyrewood Village sat the keep of Baron Silverlane. After the Worgen reached the keep in the mansion, it was sacked. They wrecked that shit. Now Silvermane Keep fell into ruins, knowing that unleashing these worgen had caused so much death and carnage and terror. Argyll went mad with guilt. Rightly so, bro. Now being called Shadowfang Keep, Argyll retreated with his new so-called children, the worgen, to former Silvermane Estate. Around this time, Argyll was introduced to Alpha Prime Ralar Fangfire. Argyll now swore all loyalties to Alpha Prime, and they crewed up and created the Wolf Cult. They were charged with retrieving that scythe of Elum to gain full control of all worgen. Argyll cast a whack-ass curse on the civilians of Pyrewood, who now by nightfall transformed into the worgen. Now, on to the second part. At around the same time, two storylines are taking place. So bear with me because this gets a little bit confusing. You got the Scourge tearing up the joint over in the Eastern Kingdoms and some demonic forces over in Fellwood. These fools remain from the second invasion of the Burning Legion. Now, a Night Elf Sentinel named Valende Starsong was on a mission. A mission to wreck some whack-ass demons that popped up in Fellwood and refused to leave. Now Valende prays to Elune for a sign of what to do and to defeat those demons. She rolls up to Darnassian libraries and just like Argyll did, she got her book smarts on. Now just before she was to return to her post, she gets the answer that she needed. Now Valende has never heard of the Druids of Sight. The who? What? Now she uses her mad detective skills searching more and more into these druids of the site. And then she stumbles upon a journal. Now this journal happens to be the journal of Fandral Staghelm. Now this book was written after the death of his son. It described the scythe of Elune and those wolfmen who smoke-checked fools in the War of Satires. Hold up, Valinda thought. I remember back in the day that my aunt spoke of an ancient artifact before her death. 
that she was trusted to protect in secret. Could this journal be speaking of the same artifact from those childhood stories? Now, I'm no Dick Tracy, but 2 plus 2 equals 4. Or is it 5? I'm just kidding. So things start adding up, and she figures this could be the thing she needs. The very same artifact. So she goes to investigate the tomb of her aunt. At the tomb, she prayed hard again to Alun, but this time she got a surprise. Bam! She granted the scythe. The scythe of Alun. Yes, the same one that created the Worgen. That one. This meant that now she could summon the Worgen to battle once again. Sweet. Upon receiving the scythe, Belinda started having a vision that the Worgen would soon be engulfed in a horrific battle against some jokers called the Lords of the Emerald Flame. Ah, snap, another one. Now hold up. Aren't these fools really the satire? The same ones they fought against the Night Elves and the Worgen in the Battle of the Satire we talked about earlier? Ah, think so. Now to the interesting part. So she summons up 30 hardcore Worgens to whoop some demon booty. But later in the battle, Valinda is like, hold up a second. Some of these Worgen aren't around. Where are they? They're not where they should be. Some are accounted for. They went AWOL. Man, that's not good. And then she had the realization that the scythe was now doing its own thing and no longer needed her to summon and control the Worgen. Ah, no. Now, rightfully so, Belinda is all sorts of freaked out. So she orders the remaining Worgen to sit at the Shrine of Melthandris in Ashenvale and wait while she tries to find that chump Archmage Argyll because he summoned the worgen himself, and she kind of needs some pointers and tips on how to properly house train these worgen. You know, like, good boy, sit, sit, stay. I think that works with worgen. I don't know, I don't have the user manual myself. Belinda thought it would be a good idea to track him down at Shadowfang Keep, because she needed to holler at Archmage Argyll for help. Yeah, that's a good idea. On her way, her travels took her to Booty Bay. So Valinda hops off the boat in Goblin Town, Booty Bay, and on the arrival, she sent a letter of intent to Shadowfang Keep of her pending visit, but it never makes it to the pack leaders. What she did not know is that Goofy Argle had already made an alliance with Alpha Prime. She had no idea that Shadowfang Keep was the new base of operations for that newly formed wolf cult. So the letter was intercepted by Varkas, who just happened to be besties with Alpha Prime, who was already as well searching for that scythe. So in a total dick move, Varkas gets his iPhone out. <laughs> Not really, they didn't have this. He texts his assassin homies. He's like, Psst, bruh, this Valindy Star Song chick got to go. Ghoster. So Varkas and two of his boys roll out hell-bent on, ex- on intercepting Starsong and jacking that staff. Belinda went north from Booty Bay, and her caravan ends up in creepy-ass ghost town of Duskwood. Knowing she was being creeped on by these fools that were trying to ghost her, she tried to hide 
in an abandoned mine called Rollins Doom. But the creepers creeped as creepers do and cornered her in the mine and they attacked. Damn, it's like that? Prison rules. They straight trying to shank her ass. During the attack, Varkas and two of his homies, Belinda messed up and dropped her torch on some old dynamite. Oh, shit. I mean, who leaves that shit out? Well, they went boom. All four ghosted. Dead as hell. Not gonna lie, that's pretty funny. So not long after, the Defias Brotherhood is minding their own business, you know, plotting, scheming, mining, and whatnot, to support their own scandalous stuff to wipe out Stormwind. You know, the usual. When some random, goofy Defias cult guy named Jitters, I mean, really? Jitters? Like, Jitters because he's all jacked up on Mountain Dew, or... I don't know. Well, anyways, so Jitters just happened to find the scythe. But he thought he hit the jackpot. Nah, bro. As soon as he had hold of that scythe, those worgen crept out of the shadows and ghosted his whole crew as they ran. Fool didn't see that one coming for sure. During the slaughter, Jitters pulled that every man for himself act and he dipped out. Goofy managed to lose the scythe during the escape too, so that was for nothing. So he makes his escape and hides out in a nearby barn on some random guy's farm named Sven Jorgen. No idea who that guy is. A few days later, old Sven left for Darkshire, and those Dark Riders arrived. That isn't good. The Dark Riders were on some gangster shit and wanted that scythe, and when Sven's wife tried to leave them away from the home to save her children. Nope. They killed her and her kids. Man, that's cold. So now, the number of Worgen and Duskwood is growing and taking over areas like the Rotting Orchard, Rollins Doom, and the Brightwood Grove. There, the Night Pack is forming and bringing out new inabilities. They set up shop and built huts and practiced shadow magic, though they would even war among themselves when they thrive. The Duskwood Worgen, Duskwood's sect of wolf cult, and Silver Pine Forest served Alpha Prime well. And all searching for the lost scythe of Elune. Both Miss Mantle Manor and Rollins Doom, the last place the scythe were ever seen, now serve as places of ritual and practice for these wardens. Now we move on to that second timeline. So, meanwhile, at the same time, the group of worgen known as Terra Wolf Worgen Tribe that Valende made stay at the Shrine in Ashenvale for a minute were still sitting and waiting until someone let them off the leash. And not much else is known about that crew. From that point forward, we don't know what happened to those fools. So... Now, worgen wolf cults start popping up all over human lands, which coincidentally spread the curse. Now these new worgen, as well as some really bad dudes, are searching for that lost site. Now we move into the Wrath of the Lich King part of the story. Whew, this is a long story. 
This part is important. 25 years after the Dark Portal opening, Archmage Argyle gets ghosted. Man, they cut his damn head off, and then they buried him in an unmarked grave. Oh, snap. And then upon his death, his worgen go AWOL in Silver Pine Forest and go full-on wild beast mode. The Lich King himself hears about Argyll and brings that fool back from the dead. Well, that can't end well. Now the worgen that Argyll commanded, the Blood Moon, teamed up with the Lich King's Scourge to fight in Northrend. Bad dogs. Some went to places like Grizzly Hills, and some became Death Knights themselves. Not gonna lie, my Worgen Death Knight, his name is Lich Slappin', is pretty awesome. Now some Worgen with the aid of the Night Elves completed the Ritual of Balance, and were now able to control the curse, which means they can live a semi-normal life. And now with the Lich King ghosted, the indomitable will shattered those worgen under his command after the battle at Light's Hope Chapel. Their minds, too, are freed. And ladies and gentlemen, that is how we have the worgen. Next time on Lore and More, I think we're going to explore a little bit about how the humans, as we know them, came to be. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If not, eh, it'll be aight. <laughs>